Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Hey, happy Friday. It is. It's a great day. It's a happy Friday. It's a sunny day. I almost wore shorts again. Supposed to heat up this weekend. And by heat up, I mean it's like 60 today. 60 degrees today. It was 60 on the way home yesterday. Let's go. I rolled the window down. Let's go. Wait. You roll the window down? When is roll down temperatures for you? It, it, it varies on region. Okay. Well, well. Hi. Jeff Russ Jeff here. Hey, down apologies. Jeff Russ wanted to let us all know. your boy. Uh, he here. Yeah. Um, it, it depends on regions. Like I've, I think I've mentioned this before. It was 40 below once in North Dakota when I was stationed there. Uh, the next day it was 20. I assume that's not window down weather. No, no, no. But when it was 20 above the next day with a 60 degree temperature swing, I rolled the window down. <laughs> it was like, it felt hot. It was such a weird thing. Like, why is my skin burning with the window down? I wonder why they have to pay people $25 an hour to work at McDonald's in North Dakota. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that oil field money. Pretty good, too. We're, we're putting you in the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. My goodness gracious. But like, if, if, you, if I'm down somewhere in the, you know, in Texas, it was probably like uh, 68, 70 was probably rolled down the window. Humidity is a big factor yeah, in you, all that. You got to adjust for humidity. Like, yeah. Florida, man, you can, you can roll down that window up until about 70. And then once it hits... A, once it gets warmer than seventy, the window has to stay up. See another to keep the AC. Dry. Another great thing about living in Oregon, we don't deal with humidity. That's the great thing right? about Oregon. We we don't get humidity and we don't get bugs. We don't have bugs. We don't have a lot of animals that'll kill you. Don't have humidity. Got yeah. a lot of rain, but that's, the, that's it's the, really not even that bad. But so does Florida. Florida has a lot of rain too. Yeah. Well, oh, I was I was looking at this uh, because I got this thing and uh, I when I was throwing out all my stuff. You know, a couple weeks back, I got I found this mailer from uh, like this. This was back when they used to send you mail for recruiting stuff, and then when uh, 
I got one from the University of Oregon, and then they found out I was like Sloan White. Mm. But it was for Oregon track. <laughs> they couldn't figure it out. They figured that out what the first name Dusty. <laughs> hey, Dusty Baker exists. But it was like I got this mailer, and this was the thing: you'd get the mailers, you'd fill out the questionnaire, and then ninety percent of the schools you just never hear from again. They're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> But I got one, and it in the mailer, it had a sheet of paper. It's like, I know this. I'm from Oregon. But it was, like, every major city in the country and every other, like, like track program. And it had average temperature and rainfall in each area. And it was, like, to highlight, Eugene, Oregon gets less rain than Miami, Florida, New York City, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh. Okay. I mean, that was at the time when you didn't have, I don't know, internet all over the place well i guess we had internet all over the place but it wasn't like we were just hooked to the interwebs you had these things where you had to send out those mailers and then they would just say all right i'm done with you but you that's how people learned about eugene oregon and it wasn't that rainy not that rainy anymore so we don't get that much rain as as, well comparatively a lot has changed in the 21 years since 2003 Well, of course, we know in Eugene, too, it never rains the dots in the stadium. It, do- it, it doesn't. Or Hayward Field in this case. Yeah. 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 But uh, that is, we, we don't get that much rain. We just get long, extended yes. periods of rain. And every now and then we get the atmospheric river that runs in and sucks. I still prefer to call it a Pineapple Express. It's just more fun. That's what they used to call them, and then they changed it? Yeah. Probably after the movie. Hot damn. Yeah, Which, that's a good way to do capitalize it. Capitalize on the movie. What are we doing yeah. here? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry to our exterminator bros. No bugs. We have lots of bugs, especially in the summer. Maybe not like the Midwest or South, but definitely got bugs. Hey, yeah. yeah, we do. We got a lot of them. We well, we, we got we, a lot of them. Not killer bugs. Not bugs that are too big. They don't. They don't ever overwhelm unless you have a very real problem. Yeah. Like they still bugs the crap ants. out of you, but you yeah. Know. But otherwise, yeah, we don't. But it's not. It's not. It's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. No, I, I have seen termites absolutely ruin a house, though. That's wild. Yeah, termites are a big. That's big a problem. crazy yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Have you ever seen what they what it, what like the structure looks like after they get to it? No. It's, it's, oh, it's you know, like, nuts. like they just like, like Swiss cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's like what is like how and is a it just, bug chewing through wood? And then it just turns to like mush. mush. Yeah. yeah, like little crumbly mm-hmm. sawdusty stuff. Yeah, it's not good. No, not good. But. Still, we're not that bad. No. They have those everywhere. They no. have those everywhere. We do have the woodpeckers, though, too. Woodpeckers are annoying. They are super irritating. I saw yeah. one smash on a uh, fake wood and then got through it, and it was like steel underneath. It was pretty funny to watch them. Okay. We'll, we'll get some metal. directly behind our house in the green space <laughs> back there, and yeah, we'll hear them, and they, they, they're loud. It, here's the thing with uh, woodpeckers, and uh, Pete is probably going to jump on me for this, and probably some people on the text line. We had a woodpecker just every morning in the summer, just on the tree back behind our house, just mm-hmm. going, waking up kids and stuff. It's just like you want those little bastards to sleep as long as they can, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I go out there and I'm I'm picking up rocks. I'm just lobbing, <laughs> lobbing them at the woodpecker. Not trying to like injure him, just be yeah, like, uh, just, send a message, yeah, right? Scare just him away. Send the message. Yeah. Did he Did he start going an hour earlier? You know what that little s sob did. He was inching closer to the house. <laughs> he was getting even closer to the house, and I'm like, "Damn, this is totally backfire on did, backfiring did, on did, me." Did you ever contemplate the the BB gun? No. Nah, well, no, I don't have a BB gun. I could fix that. Oh yeah, yeah. We you could fix that. You could obviously fix that. 
you, well, you could give me more than just a BB we gun. We could start there. We, we, there's a long range to work with. Yeah. I don't know what happened to my BB guns as mm. a kid. That's a weird thing. Well, mm. then after you take care of the woodpecker, he's probably got the lie and shovels for you, dude. Anything. <laughs> it's okay, Danny. I'm good. I just need a shoebox here. <laughs> it's all I need. Just roll up with a wood chipper. But hey, he's he's hey, been I got gone. This empty fifty gallon oil drum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, woodpeckers go in wood chippers, didn't you know? Mm. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Fargoing birds. Vancouver Ford text line five zero three eight six four six three two six. You can also be in the uh, comments on youtube.com slash ten eighty am the fan. Uh, one of this, one of our textures is saying, "BS, those stink bugs are becoming quite the problem." Hey, stink bugs are a problem. Uh, there's a lot more. Like, where are these little guys? I have no idea. But when they, I hatch, don't remember them being a they being take, this big of a problem. They take over the whole front of my parents' house. I'm I'm talking literal thousands. <clears> of you should them. move out. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I've I've showed up there in the summer and been like, what? Oh, those little things. That, yeah, those are yeah. They smell masters. like bananas. Ooh, that's not the smell that I get. Oh no, the, I don't mind the smell of bananas. No, it smells like it smells like a, like a banana. I feel okay. Now we're going down a different path here because I have this feeling that must be after Danny takes the blowtorch to them. <laughs> there is no way <laughs> roasting them that I smell the same thing taste the same thing or see the same thing as is most people you know like you smell bananas when yeah. those things i smell like uh mm, i'll say like a really sour kind of rotting green apple is what i get out of those things when when you you crunch those little mm, compost pile huh? see I, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking like yeah. more like a brown banana that's kind of like the okay it's a, it's a sweet stink it's not a good smell but it's see, like it's it's yeah. it's definitely sweet I don't get that. Really? No, nah, I don't get that. I don't hmm. get that at all. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, that giant human being that was just in this room, <laughs> it, that's Engineer Joey. Yes. that's in, He's not a lumberjack cutting down uh, trees in here. Now he was fixing Danny's monitor. Danny broke the damn monitor before the, the show even started. I did not. So um, I'm blaming Sook for this one. That's where we're... Okay. Uh, that's fair either. That, that's fair. Um all right, uh, you mentioned when windows go down. This texture is an animal. I have the heat on and windows down right now. Oh, yeah, no, I, I will I will do the exact same thing, 100%. I will turn the heat like uh, on, the, on the little dial. I'll go, like, instead of, like, you know, going into the heat, I'll go split the difference right in the middle, or I'll slightly go to heat with the window down. That's what I did yesterday. Hmm. I vividly remember being a kid going to like a, a little league game, and it was a, it was a day like this. Mm -hmm. It was like a you know early spring day. We were going sure. to a little league game, and one of my friends, his, his parents had a T top Camaro. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. But I vividly remember that the sun was out like today, and uh, his dad was like, "No, no, 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 no. We're going. the The top is off. Top's off. Heat's on." And I yeah. remember as a kid just being like, "This is kind of cold." <laughs> The tops are coming off, baby. Tops coming off in the heat. We're gonna blast the heat because the sun was out. And I, when you live in Oregon, you got weather like this, mm -hmm. uh, and you got a car like that. You gotta take advantage of it when you can. I had a '91 Camaro Z28 with, with T-tops. The funny thing about those—that's not surprising one bit. It well, it's long with story. your puka shells and your yeah. spiked hair. It, it, I could see it. Ha I could see you, you were wearing wife beaters driving that thing around. Maybe. Not white. You were in a black wife beater with your puka shells, spiked hair. Yeah, it's uh, it's how off am I? That, no, you're there's literal pictures. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't seen them either. I, yeah. I got. I, I know this. The funny thing is though, like, t 
T-tops are, the car was cool, but it's like, to take the T-tops off, you have to, like, stop the car, get out of the car, like, r- physically remove them and, like, put them in the, you know, the little tiny trunk space that you have. And they are heavy as hell. Yeah. Like, it's like, like the whole idea is like, oh, T-tops are rad. It's like, yeah, it's cool, but let, if all of a sudden the weather changes, it's not like you're, like, pushing a button. No. You're, you're kind of screwed. You got to find cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting a 737 door plug back on top of the yes, car. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's that's the same same idea of, of what that is. But I say this from experience. I remember it being a really nice day and then all of a sudden the rain coming down. And um, It's not as bad as being on a boat. I made a jet boat growing up because my dad was a skier and did about 70 on the water. And when the seems too fast it's, to water 70 ski on behind. the water. Uh, you, you, you go pretty quick when you're water skiing. Not that fast, but you do go pretty quick. <laughs> no, no. Um, but 70 on the water is insane. Like, that's crazy fast on the water. And it started to rain one summer day. And the rain hitting your face with no windshield at like 60, 65, it feels like you're just being shot in the face with a BB gun over and over and over again. Okay, hey, just throwing this out there. Mm. You don't need to go 65. <laughs> Well, it was raining really hard, so the question was like, do you get absolutely soaked? And it kind of sounds like that's the answer there. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 in a boat. It's a long drive, you know, open engine. Yeah. I think that you probably just slow it down a little bit and yeah. you don't get pelted by the rain. Uh, we got back to the dock and your face was just just lit up red. <laughs> Good times. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, that's a Camaro and a jet boat all in the same general area. This Texan nails you right now. This is high school Danny. Danny going going to Flavortown pretending he's Smokey and the Bandit. T-Top. Just need my Sally Fields. Guy Fieri and... And Burt Reynolds just meshed into one, and well, that's Danny Murray well, in the, high school. The, well, the problem is, back then, I couldn't grow any facial hair. I had zero facial hair back then. Negative oh, facial hair. Oh, man. I, I always, like I always wanted it when I was younger, and then now I'm like, mm, managing it's not fun. All right. Look at you. For all everybody who watch one on, on, on Tenny the Fan YouTube and Twitch, Dusty's still uh, going facial, facially hair adorned. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm just it's like the longest you've ever had it, isn't it? Very, it is the longest yeah. in my life. Yeah, we're we're almost at two months, and then not next week, the week after, it's gonna be coming off. It's getting, it's getting comfortable, isn't it? N- no, no, mm. that's two months for you. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, let, let him have this one, Jeff. <laughs> no, it, this is fair. Let him have this. This is fair. This was this was last Thursday. <laughs> That looks about right. Yeah. 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 I wish I could have that. But this is, this is the, I've, I've always been told, just let it go and it will fill in. It has a little bit. It, it, it has, has a little it bit. It genuinely has. It has a little bit. And it's have, not you, nearly as offensive. You haven't, you haven't oiled it at all? No, I don't. I'm not going to spend money on that. Yeah. No, I mean, because it's going to be gone mm. real soon. You're, not, you're never going to bring it back? There will. Uh, yeah, I will. It will. It, it'll come back next fall. Is is the wife allowing it, or is she is she okay with it? She's she not a fan it? of no, it. No, she's not. No, I don't uh, think anybody's a fan of this. Uh, it's a good look, but it's um, it's I, I'm gonna I'm going for the stash. We'll have stash. We'll have stash first week of March. Okay. That first week of March, we're going March stash. Madness stash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go stash, and it's gonna look super creepy. I like it. Super creepy. They'll confuse which one of us is actually the killer. And then I was I was looking at 
I was, I was re- I'm rewatching. No, no, we'll still know that. It's supposed to be one killer, one pedo. <laughs> wow. Whoa. That fair. sounds like a podcast. It's very fair. <laughs> you, that's going to get a lot of downloads, that one. You you're know, not, you're not wrong. There's gonna be a lot of people just like I gotta listen to this at least once. This is that season five of True Detective. Yeah, <laughs> one killer, one pedo. We're watching. Uh, we're we're doing a rewatch of uh, Ted Lasso, and then all of a sudden, mm. as I was sitting there going like thinking about first week of March going stash, I think Ted Lasso may be the play next year, Halloween. I think I think Ted oh, Lasso. Go, yeah. I think a Ted Lasso is is way to go. And that move that show. There, if when you re have you rewatched Ted Lasso at all? I have not. That's actually in the queue because I started to watch a little bit of season two because I still haven't finished it. Oh, and I was like, I don't remember everything from season one, so I'm, yeah, I'm it's gonna really. Go back. I'm just gonna go back and rewatch it. it. The amazing part is that you find Easter eggs in season one that when they wrap everything up at the end, season one and season three are very connected mm. all the way through, and it, it's. I was really surprised about it. Like the character development and all that stuff. They knew exactly where they were going with everybody right off the gate. And usually in shows. It's adapt and run and change. And and that's why they always said this is a three season show because they knew right where they wanted to go, where they wanted to stick the landing at. Don't think they did it at the end, but you could, you could see all of the uh, character development throughout it. And I, the only reason why I'm watching Ted La- rewatching Ted Lasso is because I'm watching uh, Masters of the Air. Have you started watching it, dude? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm already. Yeah, I'm caught up in in everything. I that's this weekend. That's I. I told my wife that's the show I'm watching this because I that show kicks ass. If the, you don't watch it, it's, it's on it's, Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. It's by the same group that made uh, the Pacific and Band of Brothers, Spielberg, Tom Hanks, and really uh, damn good. Yeah, I'm I'm very 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 interested in this. It, uh, tell me this: is it done well? Is it done what? Is it done in the same style? Like where it's like using actual people? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I'm in. Hundred percent in. Well, like the one, the the yeah. You you mean you know it? They they have like the narrator. Vo- have you seen any of it? None? No. No. Okay. They have like the one narrator voice, kind of who's who's weaving the story together. He's like the navigator, and he's a real person. Gotcha. So okay. then they go obviously, and they fluff up a lot and drag you down a lot. But it is really damn good. Really good. Have you had your heart completely ripped out yet? Yes, several awesome. times. Perfect. Several times. That's what I'm here for. And they do Austin Butler, maybe like one of my new go-to actors. I think he's really good. He did something else big too. Well, he was Elvis. Uh, he was Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, was and Elvis. I really wanted to not enjoy him or that movie, but I kind of did. You watch? Movie. I haven't seen Elvis yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But I've seen. Like three things with him in it lately, and I'm like, whoa, he's really good. You know, he's really good mm. in Dune. Um, oh yeah, and of which the, that new one comes out next week. Yeah, he. But it is like the he may be my new go, one of my new go to actors. I like it, and we haven't had one in a long time. No, we were talking about this. Men Remember? of Hollywood there, are it dying. There was a gap. It was like Timothy Calamay and Tom Holland. It was like little tiny British kids. And it's like yeah, and now I think Austin Butler may be the new Men of Hollywood. Okay, I like I I like that. I can go with that. Yeah. Uh, a little aside, and I know we're, we're running. And Sydney already, Sweeney is definitely my go-to actress right now. Yep. I think uh, she's everybody's. Yeah, I think she's uh, back on uh, up, up tops a, for sure. She's a plus work. Indeed. Uh, I I told you I started re- or watching the new season of Halo. Mm-hmm. 
the show based on the video game. The first right. season was an absolute train wreck. Uh, watched the newest episode last night. Tremendous. Like I would like, okay. yep, I am all in. This this is what the show should have been from the beginning. It's like instead of making a space opera with seven foot uh, Marines that are super soldiers, maybe lean into the fact of like brutal death killing awful. You okay. Know. Yeah. Just go that way. The way that this was originally meant to be. Okay. And uh, Halo. It's the first season sucks. I'll tell you. Like, but if you get through it, so far season two has been worth every last bit of it. Now that's uh, with uh, what is it? Pablo Schreiber. Yeah, yeah. Ray Donovan's little brother, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Liv Schreiber's little brother, yeah. and he he does a fantastic job. Even in season one, that is the one saving grace of it. It's season one is just like meow. It's just, they had no idea. Somebody tried to put their fingerprint on something that has literally the lore of Halo has over thirty five thousand pages. And in, oh, sounds yeah. like a lot. Microsoft, when they built this with, with their studio, they did. They have like a, a like an actual like library up at Microsoft. It's nuts. Like this is their baby, their IP that got Xbox up and running. Damn. And so, but somebody decided to take their their fingerprint and be like, I'm going to do something entirely different from everything of the source material. Yeah. And shockingly, it failed. Boy, Halo has range from dramatic, you know, television show Mm -hmm. to the game and the storyline that people follow to, you know, uh, small children yelling a bunch of racist stuff when you play live online. It's true. Like I brings remember, everybody together. Like in college, when Xbox Live first started. Oh God, those 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 Xbox Live. Parties. Like you'd be sitting there, and like you'd go and enter this room, and I was never a big Halo guy, but like I'd be in there with my roommates and watching them play, and you just hear like this twelve year old just start like and bombing. You're just what you're is going, go- what? First of all, how is this? With that mouth? How yeah. is this child just dominating you like this? <laughs> and why is he so angry? Yeah. Wait, why does what? he? Why does he? Why is he so good at insulting you? Golly! You wonder why so many little kids are a holes at school these days. Jeez! <laughs> All right, you ready to sport? Let's sport. Let's you, do it. You can follow us uh, on YouTube.com/slash 1080AMTheFan. We are on uh, AM and 99.5 HD2, and also on the Odyssey app. Let's party today. We got some sports. Uh, we got a lot of NFL that we need to get to today. But uh, where we got to start? The Blazers get. The unofficial second half, the second half of the season, twenty-eight games. <laughs> they the final push of the twenty-eight games of this regular season starts tonight against the Denver Nuggets. But uh, there's five more years, and what it all means next on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Our man Sean Hyken of the Rose Garden Report has uh, the deets on what is a good deal here in Portland. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. The Portland Trailblazers have renewed their lease at Moda Center five more years. At minimum. At minimum. With a bridge for another five. So this is... This is going to get super legalese, but number one, um, everybody who gets in my mentions on Twitter worrying about the team moving, please, for the love of God, stop. Please, I am begging, stop. Please do not mention it again. Stop. It was never happening. It's not happening. It's not something the NBA has ever considered. Might happen. So for the love of God, stop saying, well, Jody needs to sell the team so they don't move it. It's just, it's not happening. Well, she would never move the team. I think the fear the is new, when the, she no the new the new owners not the NBA is well, not no, allowing it to I, be moved. I, I know, but I think the fear that a lot of fans have is that Jody Allen, Burt Cold, Vulcan, they will just sell to the highest bidder, and that highest bidder, regardless of you know who who they are, will move the team to Seattle or Vegas or wherever, and Portland's going to be left high and dry. Like that is that is the fear of any fan base as small of a portion of that fan base that there is that is the fear but let's let's take what the nba has said after the seattle move to oklahoma city which is it it has been a black eye on the league and they don't want to have another one especially with a fan base that supports the team the way they do um pay no attention to the 49 percent drop in uh television viewers look at the only 1.9 percent drop in ticket sales yes. in the building. And that's what matters is that th- the league and the Blazers know that the TV deal is the problem for what they have right now. And as much as they don't like it, they don't like losing money because low ratings, low ad sales, all those kind of things. If this is not something that's going to impact the team long-term. And so what we have here is we have extended the lease out from at Moda for the Blazers for an additional five more years. But as you said, it's a bridge to more. It is a bridge to more. Number one, they have a five-year option on top of that. But this is an addendum to the original lease that was signed in 1995, going into the 96 season for a 30-year lease. That lease expires in October of 2025, so we're a little bit more than a year away from that. What that also called for was a 10-year gap window uh, following, or a 10-year bridge lease uh, twice on top of that, this allows for instead of a 10 year deal, this allows for five years at minimum with the hope and continued work between the city, the, the county and the trailblazers to secure another long term lease that doesn't have to go out five more years. That's right. OK, what does this mean? OK, here's what's taking place. The lease will con- a new long term lease will continue to be worked on by the Trailblazers Trust, that's Jody Allen Burkhold, as well as Blazers President Bur- or, uh, Dwayne Hankins. What is happening is Moda Center, which was bought and paid for by Paul Allen, 
is being sold to the city of Portland for a dollar. One, one dollar. That, one dollar. That transfer is a show of good faith because the building is worth something, right? Okay. Yes. They're also selling at market rate the piece of land that's still underneath that the Blazers do do own because otherwise the city owns everything else. The parking lots, Veterans Memorial Coliseum, the essentially the entire property will now be under city control or city ownership. Whoa. The Blazers will manage it. Okay. So the Blazers still will get ticket sales, they'll get concert sales, yep. uh, concert, Blazer games, all that stuff. And he, on that note... They will operate... W- as they have. That. Yeah. The difference and the change here, and part of the reason why Moda Center is now being sold to the city for a dollar, is the taxes from parking and the taxes from ticket sales will now be used, turned around, and used as reinvestment into Moda, which the city now owns. It's politically more expedient and more ready, let's put it that way, for the city to say, we're investing in something that is ours. Whereas they could sell the building, if, if when the Blazers get sold, if the city wanted to, they could sell the building to the new owner and make everything minus a dollar off of it. There you go. Okay, so that's, that's part of it. But also, with the reinvestment not going to ownership... That's something it's an easier pill to swallow politically. And for those wondering, no, it's not every penny is coming from those taxes. There's a cap on this. Only 50%. Only 50% of the revenue raised can be for... So 50 cents on the dollar will go to, to any do- of the taxes that go towards anything at Moda, your tickets, your all that stuff. Parking, everything else. Parking. And it's capped wholly at 50% contribution Overall, the the Blazers, the uh, Jody Allen or the Allen uh, Trust or the Allen Estate will cover the rest. Wait, so we got a billionaire owner actually working with the city and not fleecing it? Weird. Seems interesting. But I think the, the big thing, what excites me in, in all of this is that there's also a plan laid out within this to create that entertainment district surrounding the Rose Quarter. Yes. That I, I think is a long, well, we all know it's long overdue. When you go to Moda Center, it is, it's awful. It's awful that there aren't restaurants, shops, places to go, bars to go to before you go to a concert or a game. Because every other place in in modern sports arenas, they have that. Like, this is so outdated. Yes. I mean, the Blazers are basically Arco Arena out in the middle Mm -hmm. of a cow pasture in Sacramento before they got the Golden One Center. That's there's nowhere really that close to go to. So there is more investment around the Portland Trailblazers, not just staying in Moda for five more years. Yeah, there's there's significantly more, and we can because we're kind of up against it here, and there's still a lot more to talk about um, with what else is happening around the arena. Okay, but what does it mean also for the sale of the team that a lot of people want to see? This does check a box. That's after Rust with Sports Center. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. All right, City of Portland buys Moda Center for a dollar from the Portland Trailblazers. I want my two dollars. I could buy two more. With the understanding of 
a commitment on any taxes for ticket sales, parking, all that stuff. They go 50 cents on every dollar goes to renovating Moda Center and the surrounding area of the Rose Quarter. And also, we didn't talk about this, but Hiken does a good job of outlining this in the Rose Garden Report. There's also a little nugget in there about protecting the city moving forward to where if the Blazers ever move out of Moda Center, they got to pay. If 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 they sell the team to somebody else who moves the team, it is written in the contract they have to pay the city back one hundred percent of any dime that is going towards any renovations or any money put in. They have to pay for that building. If you want to buy the team and say, "Hey, we don't have to buy the building too. We're just going to buy the team and move it." Uh-uh. Nope. You have any money that is put in has to be repaid at 100%. At 100%. Every single cent. So think about this what they want to do here and where where we're kind of going with this. The the big implication here is beyond the motor center and and this is something I've talked to Dwayne Hankins about this. This is something he, that he is since he took this job has been championing is they have got to do something with the, the area around Moda. There's nothing yeah. there. The only time there was is when you when we were younger, back in the day, you could do Kachina Kachina. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to go see a fight live before the game, you could go down and go to Kachina Kachina That's right. and watch probably 15 people get in a fight, just hammered drunk, uh, before the game. And then go watch the Blazers basketball, which decent people watching. There you I'm go. not going to lie, but that there's nothing to do around that area. Everything is closed. They've got the grain silos on the waterfront. The the Portland Public Schools building is vacated. There's just nothing down there. There's 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 no food. There's no entertainment. There's nothing. It's just the max line on both sides. Here comes the Albina Vision Trust, which is investing in over a billion dollars in the region and is working with the trailblazers directly because they want to reinvest in that neighborhood because it is decrepit and there's nothing there. And you've just seen flight business and personal, and they've got to do something there. And this is where the the taxes and, and the money going back into the community, as far as the development there matters because it's going to be a significant investment because they're going to tear that place up and they're going to make it an entertainment district. Uh, Hiken highlights it here where they talk about how this is going to be like Jurassic Park or the Deer District for the Raptors and the Bucks. If you haven't seen those, Google them and go watch a quick video of what those teams look like in the playoffs. Or go to any NBA arena. Dallas has a really good one out out next to their uh, arena as well where – the ESPN radio studios are they're no. they're in like that little entertainment district and it, it's really cool it's it's really cool it, it, it's where communities come together man and it's it, it's awesome and that's before that's in like the, the big playoff atmosphere but just on a day to day like going to games or going to concerts or going to shows or whatever it is like there's just nothing to do and so they they need to fix that and they need to invest in that neighborhood and this is where this the part of this is key as of last week the Albina Vision Trust secured the Portland Public Schools building that has been the at the center of of all of this for 15 years it's been a, it's been a big hurdle because it's a big chunk of land and like there there was a time where blazer paul allen was trying to swoop up all those properties around there. everything around and there were two major hurdles one the pps building to the grain elevators yep. right there next to the steel bridge that one's not going away. He, but the he's PBS, not relenting. Well, uh, apparently it's a ridiculous amount of goods that, that 
travel up and down the river that that stop right there. Good cash cow for them. Sure. Good cash cow for them. And at any time they say we want to sell it, they can sell it they for a pretty it. penny. Like that. Yeah. You know, but right, it's, water, right now, it's waterfront property next to the arena. Right, it's, right. it's not decreasing in value anytime yeah. soon. Right now, they're sitting pretty on that yeah. piece of land. But this is good news for everybody that has always said, hey, we need something down there. In not just near Moda Center, but something on the east side that people will flock to. Yes. You know, go across the river and keep people on the other side mm-hmm. of the river. I mean, that is that's a huge one. And so uh, I, I, I think that. Everything that is kind of laid out in this plan, on the surface, it probably worried some folks mm-hmm. because you go selling the arena for a dollar, so they're not connected to that. They can just try to get no. There's a lot that is woven into this five year deal it's or extension. The Blazers there that is saying it's going to make it exponentially harder for any other person to try and get this team out of Portland, which I think is great. And then also. It's helping add to the community that surrounds Moda Center, which is in dire need of upgrades. And so this is, again, weaving this all together. For all the people who are, Jody Allen needs to sell to Phil Knight. Number one, look, I would like to see the, the, the ownership stuff resolved. Regardless I would not be against that. The flip side of this is, Phil Knight's, what, 90? Uh, Yeah. So or we're 80, 88, 89, we're yeah. going through this again very soon. Yeah, but it was, you know, what was it, Phil Knight and that Dodgers bro? Yes. He's 85. So 85. Phil's so, 85. So, uh... Yeah, turning 86 in a couple days. Okay, so tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Tomorrow. Perfect timing. Happy birthday, Uncle Phil. Uh, Smolininski is the guy who who did uh, the... That's the, right. The Dodgers bro who redid the, the land around USC, which is what they're trying to do here at Moda. But they have the $400 million, Phil Knight, uh, has a $400 million investment in what they have called their 1803 project. The manager of said project is also on the board for the Albina Vision Trust. Hey-o. The Albina Vision Trust is working directly hand-in-hand with the Trailblazers. Does this mean that they're selling to Phil Knight? No. Yes. Oh. Oh. Damn. But does it mean that they are working hand-in-hand on the same vision of heading towards something along those lines? Maybe. Well, they're actually playing nice for Nice-ish, the, first, at least for the on, first time. On this part, and this is the thing, like, for everybody who wants this to happen, Phil Knight pissed off the Jody Allen estate. They ran a hit piece in the New York Post and then had a senator do the same thing. There was a little bit of bad blood before that, too. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what exacerbated this. Now, if Phil Knight wants to say, here's a $4 billion check, cut it and get out, cool. That probably gets done. But for all of the Jody needs to sell, Phil needs to pay. And it still feels everybody circled 2024, 2025 for when that it was this summer, two parts, the untangling of Paul Allen's estate, which this is part of getting the lease deal done is part of that. The other part was strike why the iron's hot when the NBA gets a new television contract and, and the valuations go up. Supposed to hear about that this summer. Okay. Now, even though the deal won't take place until next year after next year. This is typically when you hear about deals getting done. Boy, that feels like a perfect time for Jody Vulcans to take a step back from the franchise and say, new ownership, we've untangled the S-Storm financially. We've secured the building with, and the team here. Well, with what Neil Olshay did to mm-hmm. the contracts and the operations moving the books forward. Are clean. Books would be clean. There, There's 
going to be young talent on the on the roster. An influx of money is going to be coming through the new TV deal for a new owner to to pay a competent and competitive roster, and everything is lined up. There's a G League their, team in place side. now. They're putting investment in the area around. It's like almost like for all of the people that want her gone. And again, this is not me defending and saying she's the best owner ever, but if you look around, they've done everything that needed to be done when Paul was still alive. And you don't have to like her for the dino bones or the making her bodyguards wear Speedos or whatever that was. But here's the deal is that she is fulfilling the wishes of her late brother, Mm -hmm. which he didn't, he never wanted this team to ever leave Portland. No. And we're seeing that kind of come to fruition. And we knew that they were going to put a bow on this thing eventually. And these are steps that, that could lead to that. Hell, she could sit there and say, nah, I still want to keep the team. It's going to piss off a lot of people. Also, she would have to buy the team. But there are far there. There's so many other organizations, not just in the NBA, but across professional sports that you can point at and say they are more poorly mismanaged than the Portland Trailblazers. And the thing is, I don't think from an ownership standpoint that what they have done is mismanaging. And they're they're doing a lot that is no, no, from ownership, no. No, from their front former front office, yeah, yeah, yeah. For does this rebuild actually succeed, and does the vision of Joe Cronin come to fruition? To TBD, yeah. And you can have your gripes with that, mm-hmm. you know. But there was a mess that Neil O'Shea left, and it's still being, you know, untangled. They made, they, they made a decision on a path. Whether or not that path turns out, and that's basketball yeah. operations, yes. right? From the ownership side. They're spending money on a G League team. They're spending money on There's, a roster. They're go, They're taking the steps to improve the fan experience at Moda Center mm-hmm. and the area around it by giving it to the city, which that's my biggest concern is we've seen the city of Portland screw stuff up oh God. Every, at every turn. Yes. And now it's like, uh, but Jody Allen can now say, this one wasn't on me. You can go and you can blame your city council and your mayor <laughs> moving forward. But... um all signs point to this being a, a positive progress moving forward for the Blazers. Yes. Overall, new new renovations at Moda and around Moda, investment in the area, locking the team in, hopefully long-term going forward, and just a much more solid base for the organization. All right. You don't like it? Get out. Dilly dilly! Next on The Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. We've been talking a lot about coaches getting all upset in the world of college football. Mm. And I, I mentioned, I paraphrased this quote, but former Oregon offensive coordinator, current Arizona State head coach Kenny Dillingham, mm. he went on Arizona Sports Radio. What in the Dillingham? Dele Dele. And he he dropped something that I think this is the future of college football. This is why we're going to see the Nick Sabans, the old curmudgeon guys, phasing out of college football rapidly and moving into this new era. Or you don't even have to be old. You could be the defense coordinator for the damn uh, Green Bay Packers. 
who left Boston College was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You could be Chip Kelly. <laughs> Go and take offensive coordinator job at Ohio State. I just want to coach football. But Kenny Dillingham is the new wave in the new era of college football coaches. This is what he had to say about it. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I joke around, but you know how many people want my job? <laughs> people want my assistant coach's jobs uh-huh. and my analyst jobs and the, and the QB and the GA's jobs. So don't complain about what we do. You're blessed. There's a lot of negative of it, yes. But do you know how many people want to football coach? I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything <laughs> to become a coffee boy. So don't Fantastic. give me don't give me the oh it's hard to be a college coach right now. Yeah, it's hard. Then quit. <laughs> that's fantastic. Like that's how I look that's- at it. I love that. I, I think Kenny Dillingham. He is what young football coaches should be in college football. He's just saying, dude, if you, if you don't like NIL, if you want to bitch about the transfer portal, get out of the game then. Do you think he and we're seeing it happen? Do you think he had a picture of Dabo in front of him while he said it? He should have. Because I mean that's who he's that's who he's talking about. He's talking about, you know, the Georgia State head coach who mm-hmm. took the tight ends job of South Carolina. He's talking to Chip Kelly. He's talking to all these guys. I don't think he's talking to Chip though. Because I don't think Chip Chip wants out. I think Chip just wants to do something. Well, he wants to be able to compete. Too. That that part of it, I think he wants to because I think that was Chip is not against NIL. He is against his the school that he was working for having their head up their backside with regards to NIL and their financials and the fact that they're poor. Yeah, <laughs> even though they're really not. It, well, they just their, athle- their athletic department is poor. It's crazy. Yes, but this is when you look at head coaches and what you need to be now. The idea and the motivations behind these guys are they want you get into the game to be a coach Mm -hmm. and i think we're going to find this more moving forward than we ever have before is you will see coordinators who just want to stay coordinators because they don't want to deal with everything else recruiting they can do they and they're okay with that because that's part of the gig everybody says recruiting is all nothing about anything more than nil now there's a lot more there's a, it's it's relationship building. Yes. Because even if you lose out on a kid to NIL, when that falls through at his his previous place, you want to be you want to be positioned yeah. because it will be about relationships and then it will also be about all right, do you have a collective? Do you have the money to supplement that NIL as well? The vast but, majority of those kids that end up ending the transfer portal after NIL falls through end up transferring to a school that they have a pre-existing relationship with. But coordinators and position coaches, they can recruit as normal. Mm-hmm. And they can be those guys. And that's why I do believe we're going to see a smaller pool of guys who want that. They want that smoke of NIL and being a head coach and everything that goes with being a head coach in college football now. And to have young guys like Dillingham, who I know a lot of people are going to be like, what has he done? You know, dude had to play a running back at quarterback for three weeks this past season. He is the right mindset and the right mentality for the future of what a college head coach will look like. Dan Lanning is also 100% that. Um, And we will see kind of what this new era uh, leads to. But you are seeing now, guys, just say, if if you're going to complain about it, just get out. Just leave. Just quit because this is what college football is now. And if you want to say uh, how hard how hard it is, you're really forgetting how hard it was for you even to get in, get your foot in the door, and get yeah. into the industry. And I'm I'm for it, man. No, I am. Too. I like Kenny, I, Kenny I, Dillon. I man. like the way that these coaches are tackling it because number one, it puts them at the forefront of like, hey, I'm I want the smoke, in a sense. But it's also 
I, I think it's good to have these clear lines of demarcation. We talk about this in the NFL where, you know, some guys are just better as coordinators. That's okay. Making this there's there's this is gonna sound so terrible, I don't care. There's a sense of like masculinity around like if you have to be a head coach, you're you're settling if you're not. And it's like somehow you're a disappointment if you're not a head coach and you're just staying, like you're settling. It's like maybe you're just not a head coach and you're a great coordinator, and that's okay. There's there's like yep. and, and being open to and accepting that and like being in a role that you excel at. I think this, in a weird, twisted way, this kind of makes that happen, or at least pushes accelerates the, that accelerates process. that process yeah. a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I like Kenny Dillingham. He's, I do too. He's full Looney Tune sometimes. Yes, so. I love. He I sounds love like that. a crazy man. Yes, he sounds like a real life crazy. He's man. the kind of coach that I would want to play for. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, I thought that was a good, fun, a little fun piece of audio from the Arizona State head coach who's. Still like 34 years old. Yeah, still a baby. Baby. All right, 30 million reasons why Justin Jefferson is among the happiest people in the NFL next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.